Um, just kind of a sidebar, that song. Just listening it sometime early this week, and I just thought, it's good to hear that every once in a while. That I'm beautiful. I had to strip down my manness a little bit to, to receive that a little bit and, and stuff and get over some of it. But uh, just to hear that I'm beautiful. And it kind of caused a chain reaction to some thoughts of, do I really believe that? That God thinks I'm beautiful. And do we really believe that? Which raises me to the simple next little question on the kind of empty slide. What do you believe in? What do you really, down in the inners of yourself, if I can say that, what do you believe in and that you hold tight to and are not going to let go of? You know, it's crazy, but I was talking to some Young Life kids and um, a week ago or so, and we were kind of talking about this. I said, how many of y'all sat down in a chair today? And you sat, and y'all are sitting in chairs. You sit down in it. And you trust and you believe that chair, this stool is going to hold you. But yet, I didn't go over here and go, oh, missing a little piece, but I think it's still going to hold me. The screws are all in there. looks pretty sturdy. Yeah, I believe it's going to hold me. I just sat down and believed that it would, just like you all did with your chair. Same deal with gravity. believe if I throw something up, it's going to calm down. It's a fact. I kind of, that's something I believe. Gravity's going to work. Like it or not. My big body's going to go down a hill just as one way or the other. <laughs> something I'm going to fall eventually. But uh, gravity's going to work. Same with the brakes on your car. How many of y'all went out and checked your brakes this morning before you loaded in, loaded up, maybe load up the family? You go out and look under the car Check the brake pads, see if they're working. Pump them a couple times before you took off. Did we check our brakes this morning? Or did we just get in the car and drive? Because we believed that they were going to work. I don't think y'all are checking the brakes every morning, because I sure don't. <laughs> I just get in and go. But it's, I believe they're going to work believe they're going to work. Why are some of those things so easy to believe when we have a whole book about how God loves us and we can look at the history of our lives and the people that came before us and see how much He loves us. But yet, we, sometimes we doubt that and we question that more than we question sitting in this rickety old stool that I don't know where it's been and how long we've had that thing 
and knowing some of the hands that work on stuff around here, who knows? You know, <laughs> some of them are my hands. <laughs> um, but yet, I trust that stool so easily. But sometimes I will not believe and trust in God. <clears throat> what do you believe in? What do you hold on tight to? going to play another song and another slide is going to pop up. But I want you to just think about that. What are some things that I'm going to hold on tight and believe to? Just take a minute to think about what those are. Because I grew up in a family, in a church, they were great, wonderful, love them to death. They gave me a lot of head knowledge. But they didn't ever set me down and say, what do you believe? Why? Or is this just all a bunch of junk up here? Or is it something that you're going to hold on tight to in your heart and be unshakable in? And I had to figure that out later in life. Hey, this is why and what I believe. We're going to play a song and just think about some of those things. You are more 
Could it be possible? Could it be possible that the majority of problems and issues that we confront, we come into contact with, or deal with, or however you want to put it, the majority of those issues happen or we get sucked into because we really don't believe who God is and we don't believe who we are. That maybe lack of faith is the root of all evil. Some people say money, greed. Could it maybe be just a little lack of faith that if I truly believed who God is and who I am, that I could handle and wouldn't get sucked in and would be able to deal with, etc., etc., some of the issues that we deal with we would go back and ask ourselves, who is God and who am I? Here comes the interactive part. We're going to answer that. In your world, who is God to you? And hopefully I just don't hear the SpongeBob back there <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> but who is God to you? Don't be shy, I'll be out one time. <laughs> my Lord, my friend, shepherd, creator, father, Quiet, still voice inside of me. Genius? Mentor? Rock? Redeemer? Protector? Man, there's a lot of words, a lot of things he is. What if we just held on to ten of them for seven days? And held tight to them. That this week I am not going to be shaped 
and knowing that God is this for me. For me. God so loved the world. God so loved Ron that he sent his only son. Plug in your name. And God is our rock this week. Themer, my daddy, the quiet voice inside me this week. And see how, what if we did that and see how the week went? Who are you? Another question that you can all answer at one time. <laughs> Who are you? God's daughter? The apple of his eye. Living stone. <laughs> Go with the shepherd. She's been living on the farm or something over there. <laughs> his stubborn sheep. Advocate, witness. Living church. Forgiven, screw up. A what? Heavenly citizen. Bride. What if again we held on to a few of those statements? It's over 2,000 promises in the Bible. I can't hold on to all those all the time. It's impossible. I can barely count that high, I think. <laughs> but, what, but, but what if we just held on to a few of those? alongside, held on to a few of who God is, and this is who I am. I'm an adopted child of God. I'm the focus of His love. I was made in His image. What if we held on to those tighter and believed in them and sat on them and trusted in them like we do our breaks? Our bank, our chair, gravity, and see how it goes a week when the world throws stuff at us. I think it's going to be a whole lot easier. Because if we really believe these things, I think there'll be change. I think that's what a lot of us want. A lot of us want change. A lot of us want to be changed. We want to be different. We want to believe the Scripture that the old is gone and the new has come. And we want this change. <laughs> but that in 
creates maybe another problem. Because when I want change, a lot of times I make a list of things that I need to do to make the change. And I'll go, I need to do this, 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 and then it will change. Or I'll go, Lord, help me change. Lord, help me change this. And one of the problems of that is I'm doing it all. Again, trying to make a list, trying to do this stuff. But what if we went back? This is what I believe and what I hold on to. And we stop trying to change things ourselves. Will we not notice that we're in a position to be changed by God because of who He is and how He orchestrates stuff? Will we not realize He's put me in a position to change? All I got to do is engage in it. I'd a whole lot, much rather, go into something knowing I just got to engage, step out, do it rather than create the whole thing. I'd much rather engage rather than think I have to do it. I need to do this, do that. What would happen if we just believed who God was and who we were? Would we not notice that we're in positions that we could get this change that we want? rather than being stuck on a sheet of paper or stuck in a list of things I'm trying to do for God so that we can get this change. Because if we really believe these things, believe who God is and who we are, man, I'm humbled. And I look at my life and go, dang, Ron, what have you been doing for the last 40 years, brother? And I want to see some change because what he's done for me and what he can do for me, not what I can do for him, but what he wants to do for me. And if I really believe that, things are going to change. I think there's a few positions that we find ourselves in, in that uh, position of change. And, and it kind of goes back to um, the calling of the, the disciples. You know, he gets out on a boat, and he preaches, and he says, go out a little further. We're going to go catch some feet, fish. Go deep. Go to the other side of the boat. And they question it. We kind of all know the story, and, and they pull in more fish than they can possibly handle. And there's three groups of people there. There's a group of people on the shore taking a position. There's a group of people in a second boat. And then there's the boat with Jesus pulling in the fish. <coughs> three different positions. And I kind of wonder, what if we took one of those positions in the foundation of this is what I believe of God, who God is and who I am 
and realize, man, you love me so much. I want to live life. With that, realize maybe there's three positions that I'm in. I'm either on the shore, and I'm sitting there watching it happen. There's people around me. There's a lot to see. Standing in a crowd, looking out over the water. I can see both boats and whatever else is out there. I can see kind of the side. But I know that it's Jesus out there in the boat. What is he doing? And if I really believe who he is and who I am, I kind of start to lose some of this stuff to other people. And I see him at work and what he's doing out there. And I think, awesome. I notice something. Hey, that's something that I'm dealing with. I need to watch that. I need to see that, observe, and watch. Know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, and He is God. Sit back and watch somebody doing it good. The disciples out in a boat with Jesus. Whatever struggle it might be, what if we took that stance? Wouldn't be bad. There's better. There's another boat out there that they call in because they need help pulling the fish in because there's so much, so much abundance. There's a secondary boat. That's a boat, I don't know what the story is on these jokers, but they are in the boat and they're close by. It's almost like, hey, we got to get off the shore. We want to see this closer. We want to experience this more. And that we can't, there's no room in the boat maybe, but maybe I need to get a little closer and be out there. So that for some reason, they get in a boat and they're there. They have a desire for this change that Jesus in that other boat has. So they go out in the boat, get a little closer. They're ready. Maybe it's I'm taking some steps to change. Maybe I've seen what God's doing from a distance and He's cleared some of this and I know i got to get closer. So I start taking some steps to go there and start moving. And within all that, I believe who God is and who I am. And then all of a sudden they get called in. We need your help. Then you're right next to them and all of a sudden you're doing it. Next thing you know, maybe you're in that other boat pulling in the fish. And we start pulling. We start working in the presence of Jesus. No more distractions. No more things. No more people talking. What's he doing out there? What's he? No more worrying about are we too close to him? Are we not far? Are we too far? Are we in the way or not in the way? All of a sudden, we're in the mix. And we're doing it. But yet, I think we've got to hold on to who God is and who we are. Because my fear is that we try to jump. We know who God is, and we know who we are, 
So we just try to jump in a boat and start pulling in fish, and I'm going to do this for Jesus. I'm going to do this for God. I'm going to do this because that's what he wants me to do. So we just jump from not even being watching on the shore. We jump from out of the car or out of the, my sandals, walking by, and to want to jump in the boat. And we've skipped over what we believe and who we are. And then all of a sudden, in the busyness of the fish, we start having doubts. We start having struggles. And we start to get unfocused a little bit. And then we, I don't know, we lash out, we get angry. Because we, we really haven't dealt with who we are. And what we believe in. We get a little lost, and then all of a sudden it's just a bunch of junk we've been doing. And then we got a bunch of people, and it makes a bigger mess for the outside world. But what if we started the process and backed up and said, This is who I am, and this is who God is. And I want to engage in what you're doing, not what I can do. And start a process of, I want to engage with you in the positions that you've created. Not, I want to go start this because I want to change. Or because I'm supposed to do this. But rather because I believe this. How can I not want to be more engaged with you? There's a passage, Galatians 3.12. You want to pop that up there? The person who lives in right relationship... Whoa, where'd it go? (laughs) person who lives in right relationship with God does it by embracing what God arranges for him. Doing things for God is the opposite of entering into what God does for you. Of course, that's out of the message. But man, I like that scripture. Embracing what God arranges for us. What if we held to the truths of who He is and who we are and started embracing what God arranges for us? Stop doing. I think if we did that, I think if we held on to those truths, start embracing what He arranges for us, we would see that change that we wanted. And we would experience life to the fullest. And we wouldn't get caught up in a bunch of junk.
going to play one more song, and then we're going to close it out. A couple more points. And I raise the question in this song is, who do you believe that you are? The down inside the depths beyond the I'm a dad, I'm a young life leader, I'm a father. All those things are good. But the better part of it, the best part of it, of who you are, what do you believe? And just think about that. Who you are.
three things that if I had to say, hey, three nuggets or points that I want you to make sure and walk away from here as we go out the door is one, God loves you. He loves you. Believe it. Hold on to it. And if you don't believe it, what do you believe? And how is that working for you? Two, you are an adopted child of God. You are His child, heir. All these 2,000 promises are ours. Blank checks. Are we going to cash them in? Are we going to believe them? Are we going to sit on them? Trust them like we trust the brakes? We are His kids. And He's made us more, what that song said, made us more than we can think. Loves us more than we can imagine as His child, as God's child. And that's who we are. Would you believe that this week? And third, if you find yourself making lists or doing things, trying to change things in your life, could I maybe challenge you to stop, throw it in reverse, and go back to believing who you are and who God is, and focusing on those two things, and then see if you don't find yourself in positions of change that He's already orchestrated, and all we have to do is engage in them, is to step into them. And I challenge you to think that way, rather than trying to do or beat yourself up with whatever it is that we do try to change. He loves us. We're his children. Let's not overcomplicate it. Let's hold on to those things and engage. If you uh, want to pray with somebody, some people will be up here in this corner. Um, all those announcements... Leap of faith, loaves and fishes and bread and whatever we're going to call that little deal. Um, the Fab, Fantastic Four, and I guess not the Fantastic Fab Five, that's what it was. Fantastic Four are out there. Chuck out there? He's home. I don't know who's all out there. <laughs> but uh, remember those things? Remember, we're his children. He loves us as we go out those doors and we live out making disciples of all the nations. Let me pray for us. Daddy, you are so good and so wonderful and such a genius. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being a rock 
Father, the quiet voice. Lord, and I pray that we would uh, have ears to hear you and to boldness to engage and that we would truly believe who you are to us individually and that we would truly believe who each one of us are in your eyes and that we would go out those doors believing it and then see what happens. Thank you for the gift of life today. It's in your mighty and powerful name we pray these things. Amen.